Hello, Joey here. We had a slight issue this episode where Victor's audio just got eaten at some point, but thanks to the marvels of modern editing techniques, I'm sure you'll never notice the exact moment he drops. And let this be a lesson to Grant and Tim. I have enough phonemes. No one would ever know if I cut you out. It is completely indistinguishable. Anyway, I'm with the show. Alright, welcome everyone to Joe Star All-Stars, a podcast by four Crossfire Hurricane nerds for all of you Crossfire Hurricane nerds out there. I am, as always, Joey Foyles. I'm Grant. I'm Tim. And I'm Victor. And today we're here to talk to you about Stardust Crusaders JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Episode 5, Silver Chariot. And thank you for joining us in this little JoJo Watch Along podcast. Every week we watch an episode of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and make just, I mean, middling to bad jokes... You know, once in a while we make a good one. And you'll get caught up in that crossfire! You'll get caught up in the crossfire! You got the music. Crossfire! That's what they meant. Crossfire! Crossfire was a game. Honestly, this bizarre toy commercial it, reference. It, can we just do the interstitial on that? So yeah. we're just uh, turning into a, a '90s nostalgia podcast. Right? <laughs> turning into? <laughs> Look, we know who our audience is. We do are we... our audience. Look in the mirror. That's it. <laughs> no one else is I, listening. I didn't claim to make this for anybody but us. That's true. We do do good work for us, though. So I, I mean. This. I laugh at work constantly every time a new episode comes out. So it's just, this is really just an extended masturbation section. <laughs> <laughs> it's a delayed I, masturbation I, section. <laughs> so, look, <laughs> it's more of a circle jerk than anything else. Yeah, yeah. All um, right, all right. So we cut back to this tense scene where Avdol reacts to Polnareff making a fire clock by burning down the restaurant. Joey, yeah, you, yeah. you said tense, but I didn't hear air quotes. <laughs> I mean, there's <laughs> sexual <Tense>. tension. Sorry, <laughs> you're right. There is a lot of sexual. It, like clearly, <laughs> clearly, Polnareff and Avdol just have a, like an instant chemistry. I, honestly, I'm feeling it. It's heating up in here. Like, <laughs> uh, like I'm not even joking. Like, it, they feel like they want to fuck. Look, Pol- <laughs> Silver Chariot can cut the space between nothingness and nothingness, and maybe. <laughs> That's all the space that will be between their bodies. <laughs> I've I've never seen Avdol. I've never seen Avdol smile this much. F- this fired up. Yeah, I'm gonna kill you, Joey. In real life, I, <laughs> I know where you like, live. I can come to your house right now, Victor. His sword can cut the space between nothingness and nothingness, but can it cut the space between their hearts? <laughs> there we go. That's the yeah. joke I wanted to make. Perfect. <laughs> His sword can cut the space between nothingness and nothingness, but can it see the Cinnamon Toast flavor of Cinnamon Toast Crunch? <laughs> <laughs> cinnamon Toast Crunch. Hey, Polnareff right here just makes a nice, like, uh, coin kebab. <laughs> coin and good. flame kebab. Yeah, Perfect. <laughs> Oh, but we like it has we the also... perfect ratio of coin and flame, Joey. <laughs> I know. 
that fire roasted flavor we I, all I try every time, but I never get it quite perfect like that. Look, everyone is so shocked by this. Never compare yourself to anime food, Grant. You'll <laughs> never compare. <laughs> no. Yeah, Shokugeki no Soma has proven that. <laughs> it never works in real life either. But when he does, okay, so like Polnareff throws coins in the air because he's just showing off how good he is he's at stand powers. He's just flexing, and it's great. And everyone is spooked by it because we get, like, again, the cutaways <laughs> where it's all five faces splash up on the screen. <laughs> ching, ching, ching. I love it so much. It, it happens, happens like every a lot episode. this season, and it's I, so good. It's good every time because it's just five different reaction faces. Yeah. The balls on Polnareff to just like flex like this with so many stand users in the room. Every every time I expect the cutaway to them just kicking him in like just everybody just going ham and just beating like not even with stands just beating him. I mean, these guys are fucking jacked. <laughs> There's no way he would win in a straight up fight. <laughs> no, not even close. <laughs> Polnareff might be the one person Emerald Splash could hit. <laughs> <laughs> like, nothing should be giving him this confidence. Look, Joey, his stand can cut through atmosphere itself. He just which... keeps giving these descriptions like that that make no sense. It's just <laughs> it makes no fucking sense. He's just I making it up as he the... goes. Look, nothing, look, he's really nothing. good at fencing. That's all you really gotta know. Because, he, he... because he's French. He's... <laughs> Yes. This is this is Rose Gundam all over again. <laughs> <laughs> Go, my Rose Bits. Launch Rose Hurricane! <laughs> oh no. So they decide the restaurant is too cramped and go to Narnia? Let's take you to this Neverland? Really, really tacky Disney fucking World. attraction. <laughs> Where there are miraculously no other people. Because <laughs> they know how tacky it is. Look, jo- Joseph's friend owns it, and he hasn't really like gotten the... <laughs> hit the market Joseph yet. Joseph suggested this. That's <laughs> <laughs> Joseph sold him this. My note just says, oh yeah, narrator, tell me more about Tiger Ball. Oh, Tiger Ball. <laughs> yeah, <the> Tiger Ball. <laughs> Right, I, 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 yeah, I wrote that down actually. Tiger Balm Garden with uh, narrator is back underlined twice. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is doing a good job of portraying how crowded Hong Kong is actually supposed to be. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, the first time we see them in Hong Kong, they're just on a street with a vendor, and there is nobody else on the street. It's just. It, they know what's going. Empty. They, they know what's going down. Have you seen all of these large men? Like, like yeah, they're like, too afraid of the screaming American. <laughs> He's just driving all the business away. Okay. I, all right, so we finally get a good look at both Silver Chariot and Magician's Red here. And Magician's Red is wearing fire pants, and they actually <laughs> like actually decided to give Silver Chariot like feet because in, er- <laughs> yeah. in an earlier scene he was just like. Kind of noodling up. Kind of noodling up, yeah. He, he, looked, yeah. he looked a lot like uh, Hierophant Green, and just like his bottom half was just like a tentacle. Yeah. But now, but now he has feet, and that's great. Yeah, I like the overall aesthetic of Silver Chariot. Like, it, it's a, it's an armor man with a rapier, but it it's sleek and looks pretty good. The second... And the wheel shoulders look appropriate on him. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. For <laughs> every other fucking person in this show. <laughs> Spiked wheel shoulders. Mm. The the sunken eyes don't do it for me, but uh, 
I mean, I actually it, think it adds to the look. Polnareff himself doesn't have like proper wheel shoulders because he's not wearing a, a shirt over them. <laughs> yep. Yeah, they just look like beef. <laughs> the return of beef. The return of beef. <laughs> the beef strikes back. That's 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 that is why Polnareff is our main character because he is the beefest. Oh yeah. Oh he's god. He's got some great power poses. I'm going to call out during the episode. Oh yeah. He's got some serious power hair too. And I, I want y'all to take a look at this frame that I just took from the anime. Yeah. And tell me what the first thing you see about it is. Suck. <laughs> I noticed that while I was watching. That's got to be clipped out. And it's very funny because in the background during this is like Gregory. It's like Abdul primes his powerful attack. So this is the episode where Polnareff talks about this the tarot card his stand possesses. As if like, yeah. people were, were handed these magical cards that gave them stands, <laughs> and that's why their stands have particular powers, and not... You know See, what? I think... <laughs> I'd watch that. I would watch that anime. <laughs> I think it's Abdul giving these out. It would explain how Abdul somehow knows all of these people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so when he decided to name Jotaro's stand, the, the deck was actually just all-stars. <laughs> yes, at that point. He rigged the deck. <laughs> It was much more dramatic that way. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> so, how, did you, how did you stand possess a tarot card, Polnareff? Please explain. <laughs> well, first you have to cut the space between nothingness and nothingness. <laughs> I'm like, this just proves that there's like a whole bunch of chodes out there that have like cup two. my stand holds the three of cups it represents basically nothing three whole cups (laughs) don't don't laugh that's actually somebody standing (laughs) no after we get out of stardust it's just all band names all the way no i'm talking about somebody stand is probably just literally three cups You're right. You're right. My bad. You actually drop one of your cups and you die. <laughs> it's just a cup ball game, and if you get it wrong, then I don't know. You probably like lose fifty bucks. You lose a body part. <laughs> no, no, you just lose soul, fifty bucks. Your, your soul gets sucked into some sort of nonsense. <laughs> yeah, the shadow <laughs> dimension. Yep. yep. The shadow oh, realm. Yeah, there, there are people later who send people to the shadow realm, and they're the best. I can't wait till we get to the Darby Brothers. He's the third worst Darby Brother. Darby Three so cups. <laughs> His final move: find the queen. Anyway, all right. So Polnareff decides to. Carve a beautiful statue of his paramour. Yeah, he 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 he, he ricochets all the fire blasts that the flame chicken is shooting out, and it just explodes this uh, hunk of rock into a statue of magician magician's red. So that's how David did it. He didn't chip away at the marble. He just threw fire at it. Like, David was a stand user. That's the hell this works. <laughs> Polnareff, come on, my dude. That's not how this works. Or Michelangelo, whatever. You know what I meant. It's yeah, just whichever turtle. <laughs> <laughs> no, Michelangelo was the. Was he the? Uh... He's a party dude. 
No, I thought, yeah, okay, Michelangelo supported you. My dad. My bad, my bad. Yeah, Donatello's the, the, the one who's good with Gadget. Which one's cool and rude? Raphael is cool but rude. Yeah. Okay, there we go. And Leonardo's the leader. Yeah. We, we, Abdul starts <laughs> sucking in for his next attack. And we're just going to cut away to the other three being like, oh no, he's going to use he's, it. He's going to use it? that. And then and Kakumi and Jodoro are appropriately like, it? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Crossfire hurricane! As he just shoots a fireball shaped like an ox. There's nothing. It's, a, cr- it's a fire cross. Crossfire! It's an og. Thunder cross split attack? Yeah. <laughs> Thunder cross. Oh, we'll get oh. fire cross split attack later. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Dyer, he comes back to life. How did you find out? <laughs> Isn't he Polnareff? <laughs> <laughs> he is proto-Polnareff. No, he dies. He comes back to like, no, it, It's weird. It's weird. Araki really likes that hairstyle, huh? Uh, the, who doesn't? The, 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 uh, the unreasonable flat top. Yeah, I, looks, I really like this manga okay, panel. Okay, this manga panel you just uh, posted is the first Crossfire Hurricane in the manga, right? Yeah. Yeah. This looks fucking dope. I know! Yeah, it, does. it really does. I really thought that, like, I really didn't like Avdol the first time around, but, like, I really like him going into this manga. Like, going into this manga. It looks... I really like Magician's Red. <laughs> it looks, it really looks like a pterodactyl. Yeah. Yeah, this beak is something else. Like these flames look fucking like rad. Like they, yeah, they fuck really cool. They fucked up his design in the anime. <laughs> in the anime, Abdul d- does leave it, a lot. To, it, yeah, flame chicken. <laughs> <sighs> like the flame chicken has its own appeal. Like, and that it, appeal is it makes me really hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Need to go get some spicy chicken from Papa. <laughs> yeah, fucking spicy chicken. So, um, Polnareff somehow just reflects this with his sword because reasons. And he, can, he can cut through. This space between nothingness and nothing. We've been over this a million times. It doesn't matter how many times, times he says it. It doesn't make any more sense. It, it's Stan Powers, Joey. Yeah, Stando Power. And, like... If you, I'm watching, the, like, I rewatched it, I'm like, oh, it, it, like, the thing he hits is clearly the statue. It's gray before the flames hit it. Very good. <laughs> but yeah, he hits Magician's Red and Abdol, who burst into flames screaming and die. Sure. That's how that works. That's how that's how I remember it. So then Jotaro steps in. <laughs> <laughs> and easily defeats Kakuin has been lay, laying Hierophant Green the, around, and then Joseph just karate chops him with Hermit Purple. Perfect. <laughs> Overdrive! Overdrive! <laughs> and then it kills Polnareff because of uh, other reasons. Don't worry about it. Yeah. So, um... Magician's Red lunges at Polnareff, who cuts it in half, and oh no, it was the statue the whole time, in like the <laughs> dumbest possible. Like yeah. a- a- at the beginning of this fight, Polnareff was like, "I'll, I'll, I'll defeat you with your own stand's power," and this is supposed to be the big moment where it happens. But like, um, of course, it- it's just the fucking statue, and I- you get a great line from Avdol, who's like. It never get into a, a match of predictions yeah, with a fortune, with teller. fortune teller. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Yeah! <laughs> Action movie one-liner, if ever I heard one. It is so good. Yep. But, too bad it's also premature. Well, Pol- like, sorry, he hits Polnareff dead on with a crossfire hurricane. 
says it's you're ten years too early to fight me, kid. <laughs> and then Polnareff dies. Yep. I I put that manga yeah. panel out of order because we get it we get a good Polnareff getting fucked up scene here that I I really, really love in the manga. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Look at how fucked up Silver Chariot looks. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh. They they melt. It looks him like he's completely. melting. Yeah. Which is what the, it was supposed to be. That's that's the explanation that they do in the in the anime too. Is like, oh yeah, the Silver Chariot's fucked. He can't move anymore because his armor's melted. But it turns out Polnareff's stand just is like an action figure, and you can take parts off of him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So as he sheds his outer he layer, it becomes layer. the beautiful <laughs> butterfly that he was always meant to. And Which now I'm... he he's now he's not weighed down in his armor. Now he's sleek and even faster. Why would you... why does it? Yeah, why does he have armor? Take his training weights off. <laughs> okay, that makes more sense. He, okay, he... Yeah. Which allows Polnareff to fly? Yeah. Mark. About that. <laughs> he just moves really fast. It looks like he's flying. No, he <laughs> flies here. No, he flies. No, he, he, no, he doesn't fly. He falls, and then Silver Chariot catches him. No, no he like flies thirty feet in the air, and he says, "Look, Joey." And he says, "Bravo!" The force of the armor getting flung off sends him flying through the air, but he's not actually flying. See, look, there's the there's Bravo. the spectral no, like, silver chariot just holding him up there. His stand is just holding him. <laughs> Why don't they do Bravo. this? Bravo! I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the practical use of this, I mean, but they should do this Star more. Star Platinum yeah, well, doesn't appear to have legs, so... <laughs> <laughs> Grant, one character does this in Diamond is Unbreakable. Don't you Look. remember um, Shiget... What is it? Look. Shiget... Shiget oh, Harvest. Shiget Golden Harvest. Yes. All Great. I'm really saying is uh, Jotaro should make Star Platinum pick him up and just run really fucking fast. Right on jump. I think, I think that happens in the final fight. Probably good, yeah, good. It should. Oh yeah. So Polnareff immediately is just like, oh yeah, I'm gonna fuck you up now that I'm super fast. <laughs> first, I'm gonna spend five minutes to explain to you what I just did. Nah. Yeah, and he's like, y'all, y'all want a, a stand lesson? Let me let me explain things to you. <laughs> let me tell you exactly how my stand power works so that you can figure out a way to defeat it. He does this over and over again. Look at look at look at this powerful fucking pose right <laughs> oh, here. Oh yeah, oh, arms yeah. behind flexing the. He's got pants. he's got the cars yeah. fuck me pose going. Mm. <laughs> I I fucking love Polnareff. This is the one I was thinking of because immediately after that he does the mountain man pose. Does he? Yeah. That's all right. Let me open up my. Yeah. Where is it? Show me proof. <laughs> my computer's not opening Paint. You don't deserve it. You don't deserve Paint. <laughs> It's, it's apparently too much. I have two Chrome tabs open. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> all of your problem. CPU goes away. <laughs> I have eight open. Eight me, Joey. Yeah, this is the folder of power pose I was thinking about. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's, good. that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> Hands on hips, looking up and to the side. That's that's some Rob Liefeld fucking <laughs> chest area right there. Look, well, no, that, that's like is... propaganda poster material. Right there. <laughs> Polnareff needs <laughs> you. Comrades, chest <laughs> is seven acres wide. <laughs> he's... I was trying to drink water. I mean, he's from France. I bet when he was a kid, he ate four desert eggs every morning. <laughs> but now that he's grown, he eats five desert eggs. And now that I'm grown, I eat five dozen eggs. So it's I'm a guest dog. <laughs>
roughly the size of a barge. Please, please don't ruin Polnareff for me like this. No, hold on. I, I need to I need to dig into this because Polnareff might be guest on. No one. Is he especially good at expectorating? I don't know what expectorating is. Spitting. Spitting. Oh yeah. No. I, don't, I mean, I don't think he has a scene about it. We'll, we'll see. I'm gonna, yet. I'm gonna. I'll bring this back yeah, up again. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll lay on it. We'll feel. We'll, we'll feel it out. Yeah. We'll sleep on it. Yeah. So, um, we'll, you we'll, know what? Go for a hard maybe. <laughs> Before we go any further with Polnareff, uh, you know, I think he's a musical reference. Victor, do you happen to know anything at all about Michael Polnareff? Fuck Not no. a lick. <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's go on this journey of discovery together because that's who Polnareff, Jean Pierre Polnareff, is named after. So, you know. Let's find out. <laughs> Let's okay. Find out. Love me. Please love me. The sweet food. Hi, I'm Victor. I'm here with another JoJo's Bizarre Western Music reference. And, uh, who the hell is Michel Polnareff? Let's see here. Uh, Michel Polnareff, born 1944 in a small French town whose name I will not attempt to pronounce. Uh, I will probably mispronounce a few things in this segment, so bear with me. Current population of Polnareff's hometown is less than 7,000 people, so uh, I can't imagine there was hardly anybody there 75 years ago. And uh, actually, he was born in July of 44, which is after the D-Day invasion, but before the Allies have fully retaken France, so World War II was actively being waged in France at the time. I can't imagine that helped population numbers either. So early life, he came from a musical family, uh, his mom was a dancer, and his dad was a session musician who apparently got the chance to work with celebrated French singer Edith Piaf. So, naturally, Polnareff was taking music lessons at an early age, uh, learned piano by age 5, was writing his own music by age 11, eventually took up guitar and became a street musician in Paris as a young adult. So, the story goes that Polnareff won a songwriting contest in 1965 where the prize was a record deal but he turned it down because he didn't want to work for the man or something like that. I mean, it was the mid-60s, the counterculture was in. I bet Polnareff had a t-shirt that said, don't trust anyone over 30 in French. Uh, the next year, though, he did end up signing a record deal, and he released his first single in 1966. It was called... No, fuck. Uh, La Poupie Qui Fait Non? Uh, let's have a listen. Kind of Beatlesy stuff, some folk influence. It's about what you'd expect from a young songwriter during the height of Beatlemania. 
Uh, I watched a video of him performing this song from back then, and he even looks like he could be one of the Beatles if John or George had curly hair. Uh, that look wouldn't last, though. He'll start experimenting with flashy stage costumes, and eventually he establishes his signature look by growing his hair out to a kind of Jim Morrison-esque mane and wearing these big, dark sunglasses with really thick, white rims. And uh, from what I understand, the sunglasses were not a gimmick. He actually needed them to protect his eyes. Anyway, through the end of the 60s and into the early 70s, Polnareff becomes a pop sensation in France. He's doing big concert tours, his albums are really successful, and in 1972 he records his first live album on the best-named tour I have ever seen, Polna Revolution. Also, there was a promotional poster for the tour that showed his naked ass cheeks, which caused a public scandal and got him fined for public indecency to the tune of 60,000 francs. Uh, by my extremely dodgy calculations, that's around 100,000 US dollars today. Chump change to a guy who was so big, right? Hey, uh, you ever seen a movie or a TV show where somebody gets bilked out of all their money by some shady relative or a financial manager, and then they have to do something super dramatic to recover their life? Yeah, that actually happened to Polnareff in 1973 when his manager ran off with all of his money. Uh, the French government slapped him with a tax bill for one million francs unpaid. And Polnareff promptly fled to the United States to avoid going to jail, and he spent the next 10 years paying off his tax debt. Uh, he continued to release music, which continued to chart well back home in France, and he composed some movie scores. Uh, after finally clearing his debt and returning to France, he had a big comeback album in 1990 called Kama Sutra, and then he took a 28-year hiatus from the studio before releasing another album at the end of 2018. So, uh, even after doing the research for this segment, I am not going to pretend that I really know anything about Michel Polnareff. He was never really a thing outside of France, uh, though I kind of gather that he was well-respected by people in the industry who knew him and his music. And I guess that Kama Sutra must have made some kind of impact internationally, because that would have been right around the time Iraqi was writing Stardust Crusaders. So, uh... uh Here's a song from that album to go out on. Goodbye, Mary Lou! Thank you for that, Victor. Let's all join the Polnareff revolution. <laughs> I can't believe that. I'm oh, on Team Polnareff. I am too. Still oh. team I'm, I'm a Polnareff rebel. But... Right, Polnareff rebel, really? <laughs> Polnareff rebel is definitely what, like, like. I don't know. The slash fiction fandom name for the Polnareff likers. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, we gotta come up it's with one of these for all of them now. We've got Polnareff rebels. Um. Oh, I thought we were coming that, up with cute uh, couple names for Avdol and Polnareff. Well, th that'll be next. That, that that's the slash name. Pol but you know, Pol you gotta wrap your you gotta rep your favorite, right? Oh, not really. Yeah. No yeah. ships. Go down with the at, ship, Joey. Ships at, are the second part. 
Ships are the Avnef. Avnef. No, that's not dumb enough. Avdalef. It's not short enough, Joey. Pavdol. Polnadol. Polndol. Paul Abdul. Polndol. I like Polndol. I like Polndol. That's just an upsetting word. It, it's really just it has the opposite of a good mouth feel like it just it does not roll off the tongue I, at all I hate, it's nice and mealy i hate that mouth feel has become part of your vernacular <laughs> feel has always been part of it it's just like mm, mm, no mm. Yeah. Mm. i was gonna i was gonna mouth say sounds. <laughs> we need to put a disclaimer in front of this. Warning. Content, warning, warning, warning. Yeah. Never Stop. listen to this episode. Warning, extreme Never listen to this podcast. <laughs> warning may contain mouth sounds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, uh, that's going to be the episode name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh god, what were we even doing? I don't know. I don't fucking remember. Right. Polar F suddenly has seven stance. There we go. Yeah, yeah. they're after images. That's how stance work. Shadow clones. No jutsu. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, stands work however the fuck they want. Yeah. There are no rules in the stand universe. We are five episodes in, and we have just established and broken every possible rule. <laughs> I just want to get it out of the way. It really needs to communicate that nothing fucking matters. Just you're the here for the rules, ride. The first rule you know, stands they, is there are no rules. They really, you know, dragged out how bullshit Hamon was. They are front loading how bullshit stands are. It's great because, like, next season, it's still just as bullshit, but it gets way more abstract. Like, the stand that can turn you into paper if it finds out what your deepest fear is. No, 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 no. <laughs> if you show fear. Oh, right, my bad. If you show fear, <laughs> they get fold you up in a piece of paper. They get really weird and esoteric. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or the stand where if you enter a room in a tunnel, it can track you down with its sense of smell. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking highway star. Repeat that for me. Don't worry about it. We'll get to it. I think we need to throw in more lies about stands because us telling the truth still sounds like lies. (laughs) (laughs) What about the Electra Frieza thing with the giant cod piece that rides a motorcycle? No, let's just talk about aliens (laughs) that can cheat at dice. (laughs) <laughs> right it's not a stand power though tim isn't it <laughs> or, is it not so, nobody knows we don't get answers that season uh yeah next season an alien turns into a pair of sneakers victor but only when there's not a fire truck around <laughs> <laughs> what all right, so I, I what? <laughs> There's an alien next season that turns into a pair of sneakers. No, I heard you. <laughs> What's there not to understand? How, how much cocaine could Araki afford on his manga cost salary? Because it was apparently a lot. <laughs> uh, what about the stand that just plays video games? 
That's a pretty good stand. <laughs> that's, that's that sounds season. like a self-insert character. <laughs> no, the self-insert character is the manga artist next season. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, all right, and he's really popular but in Japan. That's not but this I hate episode, him, my guy. Yeah, let's talk well, about let's talk about how triumphant Polnareff is for exactly for exactly a minute. <laughs> I mean. He's like, oh, I'm so fast now. There are seven of me. And Abfell's just like, dude, like, I can shoot seven fireballs. It's not a big deal. <laughs> I, I've seen I Dragon Ball. I told you I have complete control over fire. I've seen Dragon Ball. I know every time you make another clone, you get half yep. as good. <laughs> like, there's really nothing else to talk about in this fight. It's pretty cool. Like, I love when the colors shift, and it's like yeah. purple fire, and the sky is purple. Oh, yeah. The, these last two episodes, the stands have not, like, stayed a consistent color at all. It's been gorgeous, though. Yeah. Like, oh, no. Like, Stardust Crusaders is wonderful. Like, it's beautiful. It's amazing. I don't know about any of those things. <laughs> it's all of those things, Victor. Shh. <laughs> I... And Polnareff has this great thing about him. Like, it, JoJo does it too, where he just, like, yells things in his native language. Oh, yeah. A uh, wee! Oh, oui. <laughs> no, 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 As he deflects the crossfire hurricane, leaving a big gash in the ground. I Like, I really love Polnareff's facial expression when he does the no, 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 no. Let's see if I can get it for you. There's just something about it. It's so stupid. It's very good. This whole show is just stupid. I know, but it's the best, isn't it, Victor? That's the that's the point. No, 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 no. It's just like five yeah. chariots, shiny chariots in the background. Does Aftal's necklace thing, like earring thing change? I don't think so. Like, I don't think like so, it gets a but... big brush on the front of it. I don't remember that from before. <laughs> I don't remember there being a Maybe. brush now. I, I, don't, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh. I do like that Polnareff uh, attacks Avdol and just puts a bunch of onks in his like skin. He, he's just, he just like carves them in his face. He's got some style. He's clowning on Avdol here. He really is. He's really stunting on him. I'm getting cocky, though. He's getting like, really fucking cocky. Man, he must, his stand must be so well trained to do this. Yeah, he he for for some re- from some certain reasons he trained for almost ten years. <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> that is a goddamn lie. <laughs> we find out this episode. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> so Look, okay, you know, <laughs> yeah. So uh, Avdol decides to do his hell zone grenade. I mean, <laughs> fire hurricane. <laughs> And, and uh, um, of course, uh, Polnareff, uh, like, completely deflects all of them, but, but one. <gasps> he pulls a Shikamaru and sends something through the tunnel. And ex- of course he sends it through the tunnel. explodes Polnareff. He learned it from Hierophant Green last episode. Yeah. Oh. It's a learning experience. And then he... They... The, the, the moral of the story is always attack from below. Yes. They never expect it. Nobody looks below them. Never. Never. Yeah. Not even once. And, uh... Crossfire Hurricane Special! And, uh... Now Polaref is just on fire. Yep. (laughs) For for way longer than... (laughs) Like five minutes. It doesn't even affect his hair. Does not even affect his hair. Look, 
Avdol can control the flames freely, and he respects the hair. <laughs> it's, it's I, he tosses a dagger down on him. He pulls like, some, a some car a, shit a, here. A terrible... Yeah. yeah, he's like, this is a... Uh, uh, fire's a terrible and painful death. Here's kill, a dagger for just you. Just kill yourself, <laughs> like, like, what the hell? <laughs> GG, kill what yourself. It's like, like, <laughs> it's like oh, shit. Shit, man. It'd be kinder to do it that way than to die from the flames. It's like, you can make the flames go super, super hot and just end it real fast. Yep. I mean, Polnareff's so pain tolerance here must be incredible. <laughs> be- I, you know, we forget that he has brain damage from that thing in his head. <laughs> so, you know what? That would actually explain a lot now that I think about it. No, 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 no. No, no, He's not I doing like- it on purpose. It's like... It's brain damage. It's the only sound he can make. Omelette do from Avdol. I like the Avdol. A hundred percent expected to have a dagger in his back. Yeah, one hundred percent. And when it didn't end up in his back, he's like, "Hold on." He was pulling. Wait, 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 wait. He was pulling the Goku. Wait, wait, wait. Where he was, he turns his back on him, and then Frieza tries to attack him. He's gonna go, "You fool!" And just turn around and blast him. (laughs) But no, he like turns off the fire, and he's like, "You could have killed me, but you didn't." I don't like. He he realizes that there's a flesh bud in his forehead because his chivalrous spirit shone through. Yeah, yeah. The spirit of Jonathan Joestar here. You know what, Jonathan? <laughs> Joe Star. It this works on me. I it really does. I fucking love this. Oh, did I say Jonathan Joe Star? I meant the yeah. spirit of Blueford. Because <laughs> this is the exact same bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> his noble heart. As Abdul cradles him in his arms, and then we get like a really strange, abbreviated t- like flesh. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just Joseph freaking. Tentacles the coming out. from oh, off screen. Like, oh, 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 he's like, oh, just hurry up already! Oh, really creeps me out. <laughs> They're so gross. It's just a normal tips. human reaction. <laughs> this is the worst. And this I is hate the best it. way to show this scene. And then Star Platinum holds it up to the sun and it evaporates. Yeah. And then they can be best buddies. Yeah. This is a real line from this anime. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Joseph. Nobody else could have delivered that line. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh. I wait. No, Jotaro could have delivered it if it was sarcastic. No. Great, great. <laughs> now we can be best buddies. No, he would. He would have won. No. Jotar is not even interesting. Being sarcastic. If he had said yeah. it, it was he would have done it completely straight, and somebody else would have turned it into a joke. Okay, and he would have gone yara yara does. Yeah, yep. That that that's how it would work. Mm-hmm. So apparently, they just leave Polareff there lying on the ground in the middle of Tiger Ball. What and do walk you, What do you somewhere. else? What do you want him to do? He weighs like three hundred pounds. <laughs> You're right. He is roughly the size of a barn. <laughs> Barge. Sorry, <laughs> but Star Platinum could easily carry that. That's true. Yeah, but then you have to explain why, like, why a dude's just floating behind you. Yeah, but, but two idiots, and you don't want Jotara does not. (laughs) So they're getting ready to board a boat when, surprise, surprise, the fifth party member comes up to join their group. What? The guy in the intro joins the party. (laughs) I know. Victor, how shocked were you? (laughs) I was shocked. Shocked to discover gambling in this institution. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, not that shocking. <laughs> uh, so, po- but before Polrep can join the party, <laughs> he's got a- he asks Joseph to remove his gloves to check to see if he has two yeah. right hands. You two can right clearly hands. see. <laughs> <laughs> like, a glove doesn't conceal that. <laughs> what kind of gloves are do you know about? Is this a okay? When did Princess Bride come out? Because I, I always get super. Like, Princess Bride was in early eighties, I think. Late mid eighties, yeah, mid eighties. So, okay. Yeah. Is this a Princess Bride reference? So, like, I need to find the man with six yeah. fingers. I need to find father. the man with two right hands. He killed my sister. Prepared. He killed my sister. I mean, it does feel very Princess Bride. 87. 87. Yeah. So two years before this. I've... I'm just going to confidently declare to yeah. you that it's a reference. We can confidently declare whatever we want. What? Yeah. We're, you see what you're idiots. Fella. I love to kill you. We're not bound by law. We could just say whatever. And yeah, tracks for me. Yeah, sure. Turns out I have a confession to make. Silver chariot's not left-handed. <gasps> <laughs> what a coincidence! Neither, neither a star platinum. <laughs> oh, no, no. Sure, why not? See what decent fellow too. I hate design. You made a tactical. The one of the classic blunders. Never predict uh, an outcome when you're against a fort. Oh, oh, that was a stretch. No, Never no, mind. No, no, that, that works. <laughs> it, it works. It works. Take, I like take it. another pass. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, give it one more shot. Never. Never face a fortune teller when death is on the line. Yeah. I think That's you, better. I, I think you got it. Yeah. Okay. When death is in the cards. Oh, oh there yeah. We go. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Never go up against a magician when death is on the line. The rhymes with Sicilian. Yeah. That's good enough. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Polnareff here has a tragic backstory. <laughs> tragic backstory. Well, sister does. He wasn't here for this. <laughs> like all of this is third hand for him. He, he says this happened three years ago, so he's been training for seven years longer than his backstory required. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he can be training for longer just because he likes to train. Yeah. Yeah, maybe he was training before this. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, his sister was raped and murdered on the way home by a two right man with two right arms, who had a raincoat no one could see, and that, yeah, which makes everyone immediately clear that this is a stand user. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that sounds like a stand user. <laughs> yeah, I have to say. The look of somebody with two right hands is really upsetting to me. <laughs> oh yeah, like when, when he's when he's choking her with both right hands. Oh, that doesn't look like, good. And I'm like, oh, that don't look right. Yeah, that like that it, does it, not look good. Like Do we've you, seen a lot of weird body horror in this show, but like that unsettles me like way more than a lot of it. Like, it's just like, like yeah. oh, that's 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 like my brain's trying to like process it, and it's just not working. You want, yeah. see, you want to see his ass for some reason? Because Polnareff remembers his yes. ass. Yes. Yes. I mean, oh wow, that's, that's, that's tight ass. That's a that's, oh, man. that's the bit that Polnareff remembers. He's like <laughs> the the two right hands are tertiary. He's just the man with the most perfectly crafted ass. Joseph <laughs> Joe Star. I need you to take off I, the pants I, before I can join I you. This picture Turn around of the man with two right hands uh, and his ass because it says go 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 go
God innocent ass. Every, every time there's a front <laughs> shot of Kakuin's face in the manga. <laughs> it's just, it's, that's just Kakuin's face in the manga. Like, I thought it was a funny panel, but no, that's just that's his, his face. That's his face. And then, all right, then we hit, like, Polnareff's main fucking, like, I just met my best friends in the universe pose. <laughs> oh, yeah, this, <laughs> this is ultimate power this, pose. This is how I greet hey. them. This is how I do this. <laughs> No uh, one leans like Gaston. That, it's like <laughs> the perspective on this shot is just mwah, mwah. perfect. And the fact that perfect keeps, in every way. It's not just a pose. It's not just like an action splash. He keeps talking. His mouth keeps moving. <laughs> well, he is somehow at a like twenty degree angle to the ground, doing the splits, reaching up. Suck it, like, Brooke. You suck dick. Polnareff did it better. Yeah, this looks like like a page out of like a like a three D like like put the year three D glasses on book. Yes. It's, like, yeah. those, it's on the back of a cereal box or some shit. <laughs> It's so ridiculous. Why is the perspective like this? Oh, it's in the manga too. Yes, yeah. it is. Of course it is. Of course it's in the manga. Faithfully recreated. Also, I want to just go on record and say that every shot of Polnareff's face in this whole scene looks like the fucking Vegeta from the Garo Sengen video. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> yes! You might not be wrong. Go, 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 so we get a flashback to <laughs> Polnareff meeting Dio, who still has Hermit Purple for some reason. Yeah, he just has thing. Hermit Purple. But we get shots of Pet Shop here. Do we? Oh, we yeah, do! He, Pet just... Shop is the only thing that's, like, drawn in this. Dio doesn't have a face, but then Pet Shop is fully animated, like someone just copied yeah, and fully drawn, it. just hanging out on Victor, his shoulder. Victor, Pet Shop is the bird. I, I gathered that. Okay, I just wanted to make you know, like, make it known to you that this is a major villain later on. Yeah, sure. Major. Look at the Victor. I want you to take just take a look at this face here and tell me this is not the face of like the best fucking villain in the show. <laughs> you have to show okay. it to me again. All right, one sec. <laughs> oh my god, like, <laughs> that looks. So he looks good. like very fucking intimidating bird. He looks like um, God, uh, Storm Eagle, uh. <laughs> Uh, whatever the fucking owl robot master was from one of the Mega Man X games. Like, he looks like all of those. <laughs> they wish they were this cool. Yeah. yeah. Pet Shop would eat those shelves for fucking breakfast. <laughs> I, I, I think Joey and I are on the same page that the Pet Shop fight is, like, one of the best fights in JoJo. It is. Yes. Totally. It's top five in the show. In the show. In to- like, not just season, show. Yep. Like, it's probably that, the fight with Dio, Darby won, the Beach Boys and Grateful Dead, and... Oh, man, Beach Boys is so good. Boingo! Boingo! (laughs) Oingo Boingo is not one of the best. (laughs) Although, Oingo 2 might be one of the best ones. (laughs) Remember the part where he told Whole Horse to stick his fingers up Polaris' nose? Yeah. (laughs) It's gotta happen. (laughs) Otherwise, you'll lose and die. What the fuck? (laughs) perfect I'm I'm gonna mix a lie in one of these times I really think you should (laughs) Uh, it's just hard to come up with something plausible because everything else is so fucking absurd (laughs) I know we I know we have to have like a couple of listeners I hope at least one of them is also 
a newcomer like me and just has to listen to you guys spout off all this nonsense. <laughs> Victor, it's what we're here for. <laughs> because it, I, I, I'm beyond the point of disbelief. <laughs> That's almost what makes it funnier. Where yeah. <laughs> I can just I can just describe things that just make no fucking sense, and you can be like, I guess the, the beaten down acceptance of is is very good. <laughs> we'll find out. The result. I, I hope it enhances the experience for you, honestly, Victor. <laughs> anyway, Dio runs his uh, super manipulation speed. they're like wow Dio's a master manipulator and I'm like really because Jonathan was kind of a dumbass and he couldn't even do that (laughs) (laughs) no wait he had speed wagon that was it he actually was Uh, about to fall for it I forgot (laughs) never mind man how did I forget that (laughs) yeah eat it nerd and now we're waiting at at the boat yeah yeah to get their picture taken they're trying to get Joe Taro to take their picture, but uh, he, he of course, has none of that. He I'm, just yells at them. I'm really surprised that they want their picture taken by Jotaro and not with Jotaro. Right. Also, I want to just go on record and say that every shot of Polnareff's face in this whole scene looks like the fucking Vegeta from the Garo Sengun video. I would think that if I could ever imagine that Araki had any interest in a woman. <laughs> <laughs> like, trust me, wait till we get to the stand user next episode, because it is very clearly, it's almost a bad gay race, like stereotype of, like, this buff sailor man. Oh, yeah, it's definitely, like, Great. a joke on, on YMCA. He's a, he's a village person. Yeah. He's the, he's the joke Venture Brothers character, the Seaman one. <laughs> it's just him. <laughs> Holy Diver, that was Holy it. Diver. Ugh. <laughs> uh. All right, Victor, how'd you like the episode? Polnareff here has a tragic backstory. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, he did. <laughs> we, we, have a, we are five episodes in, and we have just established and broken every possible rule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're kind of you're not wrong. He even looks like he could be one of the Beatles if John or George had curly hair. Oh, he clearly is. Also, there was a promotional poster for the tour that showed his naked ass cheeks, which caused a public scandal and got him fined for public indecency <laughs> to the tune of 60,000 francs. Don't, don't worry, Vector, we get that fight later on. He's just resting up. Look, y'all, I'm just happy my boy Polnareff is here. We, we finally have our fifth member. Um, the, the narrator chimes in at the very end of the episode, and it's like, Polnareff, oh, yeah. silver chariot. And, like, fuck yeah. 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 <laughs> it has the the music in the background for it. Mm-hmm. He goes and takes pictures with the honeys. It's good. Yep. How did you like it, Grant? Then I I like this episode a lot. Um, it it it's getting into the swing of uh the rhythm of the show. Yeah, yeah. It, we're we're really getting to the monster of the week, mm-hmm. and we're we're gonna stop befriending them here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're pretty much all gonna die from here on out. <clears throat> Which I'm really oh, excited man. about. I. Oh, oh man! Two episodes, two episodes. Oh, I can't wait, Victor. Yeah, what's in two episodes? What's in two Strength. episodes? Strength. Strength is in two episodes. <gasps> oh man! And of course, I love this episode. It, okay, it's good. It got like the fight's kind of dumb, but it's gorgeous. We get, it's monster of the week. This is what we're all here for. Yeah. 
Hey, this is this is Stardust Crusaders. Yep. Here we go. If a tentacle is coming from off screen, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's not gonna change. Oh, no. <laughs> Listen, this is anime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not gonna change. This is this is JoJo. I mean, it could just be Jotaro punching harder with Star Platinum. Yeah, or Jotaro being c- cold as fucking ice, <laughs> and just my favorite fights are the ones where they don't fight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, play cards against each other. Alrighty. <laughs> or okay, so thank you everyone for watching. Where can we find everyone? You can find me on Twitter at Los Grantalunas. That's Los underscore Grantalunas. You can find me, Tim, at Big Blue Sam One, where I'll be posting pictures of Polnareff on fire. And you can find me on Twitter at TF Waffleman. Uh, tweet at the podcast at Joestar All Stars. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, uh, Fireside.fm is where we officially live. JoeStarAllStars.Fireside.fm Send us mail to JoeStarAllStars at gmail.com. And, you know, if you like us, let us know. Tell a friend. Spread the word. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I have these idiots, but I need more. <laughs> you all more, more, friend, more, more better more friends. No, more, more better friends. <laughs> I, I hate that at work, like, they'll do an icebreaker, and I was like, tell me what's the most interesting thing about yourself. I'm like, I literally cannot tell you this. I cannot <laughs> tell no you this. No one can ever know. <laughs> no one can know. <laughs> I make a podcast. Shut up, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> no. God, I'm already a basic white boy. <laughs> People know I had a podcast. It would, oh. Hey, hey, Joe, you want to go get some craft brews later? Yes. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Can I bring my succulent plant? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. I like to feed my succulent craft brews <laughs> while listening to the podcast I make. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for enduring. Just, this has been Joe Star All Stars signing out for all you Crossfire Hurricane nerds. Say goodbye, JoJo. Goodbye, JoJo. His first album was from 1966. It was called Michael Polnareff slash Love Me, Please Love Me. Uh, that's what I would name an album if I was. <laughs> <laughs> please, please love me. In fact, I think that's the name of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> love me, please. <laughs>